This episode of Las Chicas del Crime contains explicit content not suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Hola, you're listening to Las Chicas del Crime, a podcast where tres amigas sit down and talk all things true crime for Hispanic and American crimes. ¿Quién somos? I'm Osa. I'm Kat. And I'm Jen. Y somos Las Chicas del Crime. Hola. Hola, hola, hola. hola. What it do, boo? How we doing today, ladies? What's poppin' is Monday. Actually, today was a very, 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 very um productive day for me. Like, I had a... I'm not working. And then I had to go, because my parents were getting their HT fixed. So I went over there, got their HT fixed. I ain't do it. I was just sitting there while they did it. But if I wouldn't have been home, yeah, when I if I wouldn't have been home, they wouldn't have been able to wear. So I did that. Came home, talked to you ladies. We did some business. Yeah, then yeah. I went to public because I really wanted some chocolate uh, covered raisins, and I got them. And mm-hmm. then I came home, and I kind of still had like an hour till we recorded. And I was like, damn, I wonder if I could meal prep in an hour, bitch. I sure the fuck did. Yay, we like that. She said, I'm going to take advantage of my time. Oh, and I'm going to all the dishes for my best friend. She's going to wake up to a clean kitchen. Look at you. Go you. Go best no. friend. Go Madrina over here. <laughs> but um, it's so funny because... Not funny. I'm trying to lose weight. Um... I just got made my friend's bridesmaid at her wedding. Ooh. My so, bitch, I need to lose some weight because a bitch is fat. So, instead of bullshitting, I was like, I'm going to start this week. And I'm dropping all, I'm trying to drop all red meat. Um, Welcome to the club. Hard. Yeah. It's going to be hard because I love me a good steak. I know mm. that's gonna be my cheat meal eventually, a good steak and a good bacon. I really wish I I could like if nothing else, I'm gonna try to cut cut pork off. Period. It is um, best. Yeah. yeah, and then I just do my steak here and there. You know what I mean? I could go to Outback once a month and cheat, <laughs> and eventually, wrong with that. eventually my body won't take it anyway. So you know, we just gotta wait it out. I know when I eat anything. Like every so often, like randomly, my mom would make it. And I'm like, you know what? Like mom's cook. I'm not about to cook. So I'm about to eat what she cook. And boy, my body be like, who the fuck you think you is putting that shit in here? Cause mm-hmm. I don't eat pork like that at all anymore. But sometimes, you know, okay, whatever. And they'd be like, excuse you. I'm like, all right, like us. sorry. Wanna do it again us. for another like three, four months. And like us as Hispanics, it's so hard to cut pork. I, it just is. We, I mean, at least Mexicans, we eat it with everything. I'm about to say, not over here because I don't eat pork. <laughs> no, we eat pork with everything. And, but I really do got to lose weight because now I literally went to the gym one day last week. Which I should have went more times, but I went one day and I was so dead for the rest of the week. I was like, ah, oh, nah. So I'm going to go tomorrow. Take it easy, and then um, God willing, I lo- I lose some weight by April. 
2022 when it's my friend's wedding. Oh, you got this? I have to lose weight by July. So we we, we in here together. Yes, ma'am. Bet, bet, bet. Although, I do have some news to share. I am down some weight. Yeah. Last time, the last time I ever weighed myself, I was like, yeah, I, you know what? I'm going to say because I am not ashamed. I've worked hard. And I had a baby, so <laughs> okay. Right. This body out here made that a whole far. life. Anywho, so last time I weighed myself, I was about 240 or so. On Friday, I had to go to the doctor's, and I was 222. Woo. I know Woo. that, right? Okay. Mm. Cheers to that. Mm. Okay, I am about 35 pounds away from goal weight. We out here. I love that. Like, my, I, I, I don't love to weight my stuff because I could see my difference like in my body right away. Mm-hmm. But I know I'm big because when I had my son, I was weighing 212. I'm 200 pounds right now and I'm not pregnant. Oh, I see what you're saying, well, Just kidding. I'm not pregnant, guys. Gotcha. <laughs> 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 I'm just fat, and I just got to lose this fat. Ain't no baby. I'm still fat. I just got to get rid of it. But you already done it, and you know you can do it. Yes. This is what I was telling my new... Oh, my God. Discipline. I was talking to my new boss today. She's so cute. Um, And I was telling her That's that... That's right. Sorry. Cat is in a new place, new job, mm-hmm. new uh, opportunity, got a new, new job, new bag out here. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. God came through and was like, "Okay, you've been scraggling and you've been hustling and you've been grinding." So, boom, and, open this and door and I say, to... "Okay, you just work one ahead. job now. We're gonna be able to <laughs> see you." I know that. No more right. jobs soon, 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 soon. We gotta wait off, but. Listen, God opened the door. I said, I would gladly Amen. walk through it. I will walk through it. And I stumped right on the other she side. She jumped through that hole. She said, I'm going to take a leap. <laughs> Whoop. Whoop. I sure did. And so today was my first day. It was a great first day. And I was talking to my boss about that because she was telling me how she um, is, is doing keto. And in the last two weeks, she's lost some weight. And I was like, oh, my God, yes. Because all 2021 has been the year of cat does things for cat. And I've okay. done multiple things already, and we're in July. So I got like three, four things down. I got two more things to go. One of them being getting this weight right. So it's about time to buckle in because my 30th birthday is around the corner. You got this, girl. You got this. I'm trying to and be in to Miami cute... for my birthday. Okay. okay. I'm trying okay. to be in a cute little dress. Like people be like flowing in a little Floyd dress, and I gotta make I just, sure. I just it being a something. little, little showing up. Everyone just running my vibe. So, we, you know, because, hold on. I'm sorry. Literally, my, the thought of my dress is something flowy too for my next birthday. Yeah, it's a big, it's a golden birthday. So I'm trying to go all out. Okay. So what what I was gonna say was offline, off off recording here. We need to get together since all three of us have some goals. I hear here, so we need to maybe get a cheek as accountability group. 
You know what I'm saying? Yes, for real. Especially on the watch. That watch okay. keeping you in line, baby. I gotta get mine fixed because I went swimming with oh. it in the ocean. Don't recommend. Do not recommend salt water swimming with the watch. It's water resistant, but that doesn't mean it's salt water resistant. The point <laughs> is, it broke. I mean, it works. It turns on. It just really don't work. operate properly. Right. I, did, I literally worked out one time and it sent it to Kat. And I'm like, oh my God, I don't know why I did that. She's like, no, I love it. I'm like, okay. Yes. I'll be getting all my friends. And I'll be, I swear to God, if there's one thing about it, I may sometimes not, re even with my watch, I may look at the text and when it comes through and I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll get back, back to work. But when I see that little activity notification, I'm going to take them extra three seconds to find me what I want to say to you right back. And I'm going to send that shit. And it might not have responded to your text, but I'm gonna respond to your activity because yes. Oh, now I know Ooh. how to get cats' attention. I'm gonna go run a mile. <laughs> Send activity. What? I love getting them. Yes, be like thunderstruck or Ooh, you outdid because... me or I love little messages. Ooh, the year is cute. What? Oh, sorry. I was going to say, since we just dropped our one year and we about to just start this goal, we could do a before and after at our year two mark. Mm -hmm. I love that. Love that. I could do a diet. I've done a diet to where like I cut fruit and everything so like all my sugars is gone and everything. But I'm a sucker for fucking snacks, like right now. I know what you eating. I just hear is just munching on something. I'm munching on chocolate, um chocolate covered raisins. And popcorn, like I literally have them both together, like all disgusting. Oh my! First Goodness. of all, can did you Sweet remember the, the, the purple the purple bag of popcorn that I eat that I inhale every uh -huh. time I buy it? Mm -hmm. You should get that popcorn because it's really good in calories, well, low, all that stuff. So this is how this bag started. It's a big bag that you see. I have so santo. It wasn't for me. It was for Michael. Michael loves popcorn. But it came to a point where he was not trying to eat anything but popcorn. So I hid it underneath my desk because he don't come behind my hand here. And I saw it today and I was like, whoa. God is telling me, eat your ass. What we need to teach fire. you is healthier snacking options. And watch. I'm going to change hey, your I life. still eat that popcorn. I got. I know. Like, I used to do all the healthy stuff, like, when I was really dieting. But... Even before when I was meal prepping, I wasn't dieting because I wasn't really trying to lose weight until now that I have the wedding. So send me recommendations, but I don't, I just need to be strict with myself because I've gone without eating anything, even fruit. Like it was just veggies and, and beef. That's what I was eating. But now it's going to be veggies and um, fish because I'm trying to cut off red meat, as I said. Okay. I mean, yeah, because you can still do fruits. Just do your fruits earlier in the day. I'd say morning and no, no later than lunch is usually how I recommend to do because that's you burn the sugar throughout the day. When I did my first like drill diet that I had stopped you doing the sugars, it was only for a month and I lost 20 pounds in a month. Yeah, that's not bad. <laughs> And That's I was actually going to the gym good. twice a day, yeah. And I could go to the gym twice a day now if, well, like, I could work out twice a day because my son, you know, he loves being outside, so I could just work out with him outside. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to boss up. We got a bunch of shit coming your way. 
Facts, facts, facts. Chicas are on the move. We've been doing stuff. We, I have. This is our first fucking four parter because I couldn't fit fit all this shit in a three parter. Facts. So, so we hope y'all ready for for, a for, for me to talk for four fucking. Um, <laughs> honestly, like I was gonna finish it today, right? I'm nowhere near where I want to be, like, like far ahead in the case, and I have ten pages right now of notes. Crazy. Just, Crazy. You know, I don't like to minimize what I put out when there's so much information out there because I always have a problem with the fact that it, the other cases that we always do in our countries are so minimum, minimally uh, covered mm -hmm. that, yeah, that I don't get to do all of this background. And I feel like if I could do it all this background, then I'm going to do it. Right, right. So this plus, is where we at. Plus, I feel like with a lot of cases like this, because it's so big, some people leave out, like, small details. And those small details tend to actually have, like, impact on the story. Mara, so yeah. It's, it's best to just, you know what? Y'all gotta listen to a few episodes. It's why we're here anyways, okay? Just listen and to them in order. Sure. I keep it one, one hour, uh, you know, jokes and everything, one hour. That's what I'm keeping it at. So, right. let's get started. Exactly. Let's jump when, when Gacy part two. If this is your part first three. episode ever, uh, yes, you're right. Part three. <laughs> if this is your first episode ever, please do go back at least to the first part because this is a four-parter because I said I'm not going to be done. And this is part three of it. Mm -hmm. um, one Part one and two have a bunch of fucking details just like this one, but of past, of like his past. So you kind of need it to be where we are. Um, quick summary in part two, I told you guys about the missing boy who led the authorities to John Wayne Gacy and the reason why people like they started like kind of coming around him and questioning him and whatever the boy's name was rock peace and if you go to our Instagram he's there he was a handsome young fella mm -hmm. sure was <laughs> with his beautiful with his beautiful German Shepherds oh, um, such a good picture I know, and I, um, if you go back, I try to say the lieutenant's name. I couldn't say it, so it's just Lieutenant K. That's what I said in the second one, so that's what I'm sticking to because I am not about to make a fool of myself, and y'all are not about to write me that, oh, you don't say it like that. I know I don't say it like that. I know I have an accent. I know this, so just keep it moving. But um, we're here. <laughs> I know, because we all got accents in this bitch, so it may be a part. Fact. Um. So, um, in the last part, I talked about how uh, Lieutenant K had asked John to come and talk. John didn't come in until 3.30. He was muddy. Um, he said he had gotten a car accident. He wanted to see Lieutenant K. They told him that, like, bro, it's 3 in the morning. You go home and come back in the morning. Um, so, the next morning, at, you know, the, the next morning, they still thought that Rob was just kidnapped. So they were still looking for him. Like there was active uh, searches for him, active dog, uh, dog house looking for him, active everything. Um, Lieutenant K and his team had already had also started working on a search warrant. And if you guys get a little confused, just you, you know, ask your questions because it's a lot of back and forth because there's literally like four things going on because like literally from the time that 
uh, Rob goes missing to eventually when John gets caught, it's like two weeks. So it's just like back and forth, back and forth. Like they're they're working their ass off. Oh, they was on a mission. Oh, they was on a mission. They was not playing. Um, so they started working on a, a search warrant and they wanted the search warrant to be kind of like um, whatever you could see and take. They didn't want it to be like, oh, we're looking for Rob and that's it. Like they were looking for anything that could lead them to Rob. And they okay. put that in the search warrant. Um, Rob's family was also very involved still. And they were complaining because the fact that the cops were taken very lightly on John. And that mm. I agree with because even though John was being talked to and stuff like he wasn't even uh, like they weren't being I guess to an extent hostile like they should have been with him because this is a teenage boy that is missing and well I don't think they know yet but they're about to find out so I'm gonna tell you um so before right before uh John came in and Lieutenant K and and Officer Adams talked to him. They learned about Gacy's arrest. <clears throat> oh, finally. Finally. Time. They, Shit. like, went to talk to a victim who they called D. D. stated that one, uh, one time he was walking around and he was picked up by John. John offered him a ride, which the guy accepted. Uh, accepted. Uh, somewhere in the ride, D. was like, wait, he's taking me the wrong way. And he told me, like, hey, that's, this is not where I got to go. John didn't let him, let him out. D tried to escape in. John then showed D a badge and presented himself as an officer, um, which is a fucking felony. And they're finding this out. And this is what I'm talking about. Like, I understand y'all needed other stuff, like more um, evidence for like higher crimes. But he literally was like impersonated a fucking officer. That's a whole felony. Yeah. In Chicago. Exactly. So that's what I don't understand. So they knew of this at this point, right? And they were well, still being lenient. Well, they just found out. Oh, they okay. Just okay. Found out. Yeah, they had just found out. Okay. Okay. Um, Sorry, I, I mixed up. No, no, that's fine. They had just found out, and uh, so John was like, "You're in trouble. Um, like, what will you give me to get out of this situation?" And Dee was like, "I don't have any money, but I'll do anything." So then. John asked for oral sex and he took him to um, the restaurant that he first worked at after he came to Chicago from Idaho, Idaho, whatever he was at. Yeah, Idaho. (laughs) Waterloo, Waterloo, Ohio, Ohio. Yes. I don't know why I said Idaho. Um, Waterloo. Waterloo. (laughs) Um, So when they get to the to the restaurant D starts running and john takes after him like in a car but eventually like d runs to a gas station and is able to call the police um this is the case where the police gets involved but supposedly d had asked for a like for money and was trying to blackmail john so they proved that D was trying to extort him and when the police saw their background they dismissed the charges because D had a background of prostitution and robbery but John literally had a sodomy charge the math is not mathing this equation is not adding up 
I'm I'm confused. There's there's some major holes in this bit. There's some holes, all right. <laughs> there's some holes and, in this case. <laughs> yo, that is like I just don't understand how like prostitution is a bigger case than sodomy of a teenager and he's a fucking young guy. Like child it makes molestation, no right? Rape. Like, all like, curves. Um so the story made Lieutenant Kate start feeling that he was like, if the story is true, we are looking more than kidnapping from John. And John has an ugly side, which they'll find out about soon. Gross. About time. Yeah. Well, finally, at 11.40 a.m., J- Gacy came into the police station and was put in into interrogation, interrogation room. He started talking to... They started talking to John, uh, an officer named Pickel, and then mm-hmm. Lieutenant uh, K was on the way. Gacy started talking about his day on Monday, December 11, which is the day that Rob Pierce went missing. <sighs> he uh, has said, like, basically what I stated in the last episode, but it was that he had went to the Nissan pharmacy for a couple hours. He went home. Then he heard the supposedly message that Phil had left um, in his voicemail about the planner that Phil, who is the owner of the pharmacy, denied. He was like, I've, I never called John. He came back on his own. I never called him. Like, yeah, yeah. he forgot his planner, but I never called him. Um, hmm. Then he said he returned around 8, right, leaving at 8.50 that he only talked to an employee named Linda and no one else. Uh, other than another employee in the back about some shelving, shelving, shelving that he had to, like, move around or whatever. Um, then he said, I did not speak to anybody else of Phil employees. Uh, he went home. He then checked his, his messengers again, like his messages. And he learned that his uncle had passed away. Mm. He went to the hospital and then he went to his aunt's house. He was asked other stuff like about his business. And then John talked about everything he was involved in, like the JC, the democratic party, how he was like known, blah, blah, blah. He's just trying to make himself look important, which he fucking wasn't. Um, John then is, is uh, asked to write a statement of what he had just said. Um, and he did write the statement, but in the statement, he leaves some stuff out. When they go check it, they're like, hey, like you can't, you can't leave stuff out. Like if you told us, you got to write it down. Then he rewarded it and asked, um, and was asked to wait for Lieutenant K because Lieutenant K had not been at the station yet. And John complied. At this time, the warrant was being completed and they played it smart because they weren't, like I said, specific about what they were looking for, allowing them to look for more things in more places. Hmm. They then asked, yeah, they then asked John for the keys to his house and he like kind of like had like back and forth talk, but he still gave them the keys. Um, He did ple- He did ask them to not mess up the house uh, because his house, I don't know if I mentioned it before, but his, they said that his house was fucking immaculate, mm. which I found kind of funny. Interesting. Because we'll get to it later, but I kind of find it funny. So then Wednesday, December 11th, no, 7-13, Wednesday, Wednesday, December 13th, the warrant was served, and from the warrant, they recovered things like porn, dildos, a jewelry box, pills, a knife, uh, a marijuana-like substance, sex books, handcuffs with keys. So handcuffs with keys, police badges, and hmm. very interesting 18-inch rubber dildo. 
a syringe Damn. that a syringe <laughs> that John said wasn't his. Uh, a piece of carpet because they believed that it had blood on it. Um, and between these things, the books that I mentioned weren't like regular. I mean, they had regular books, but they were books like men having sex with boys. Okay. Yeah. What the fuck? <clears throat> Alrighty. Yeah, and, right. In um, in a in a part of the <laughs> house, the they words noticed- of I'm sorry, this is a perfect moment. In the words of uh, Billy, or in Daniela, bloody fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Huge shout out bloody to them. Hell. They're going through something, and they're not putting I out saw an, an that. episode. Yeah. So shout out to them. I, I hope everything gets um gets well with you, ladies. Oh yes, yes, yes. yes. We will be here for y'all when y'all come back. Sending yes. you the best. Live. Much love, hearts. Um, so they noticed red spray like in the house and they tried to see if it was covering any blood, but they were unable to see if there was covering any blood. They also found a jewelry box, a jewelry box which contained a graduation ring from Maine West High School, class of 75, with initials J-A-S, which hmm. turned off. John Wayne Gacy's mm-hmm. and he was not class of 85 he was like hella old they also found an ID that belonged to a boy named Michael Bonin who was from Illinois so he was from South okay. and they also they also discovered another ID with the name Patrick Riley and let me tell y'all something I went through fucking hell because for whatever one other reason I believe that the two IDs were of like victims of John Wayne Gacy and we'll get to who like one of the IDs who it belonged to and what how it works. Bruh, it took me literally like four hours to figure out who the ID belonged to. But Damn, I figured work. it out. I Ooh. was doing work. Yeah. Literally I, I stayed up yesterday till like three in the morning like researching more stuff trying to make sure i had all my all my goodies stuff and that was one of the things i was like because i had already in the notes i was like i honestly guys i can't find the name of like the other id but then i did i did did. um so i'm so proud of you thank you they did mention that there was a small a bad smell coming from the crawl space in john house um but one of the workers of john's was at the house when this was happening and this was being talked about and he said that john had been having problems with the sewage and this is where i kind of double back to his house being clean if you have a clean house why would you not fix your sewage when you have a whole company right like a whole construction company they could fix that and if you can't fix that yourself and your people, I'm sure you know somebody who can because, hello, you're in fucking right. construction. Right. Fishy as fuck. Just like Super. the smell that was coming from down there. So, um, the crawlspace, they went into the crawlspace, like the officers that were there, and they didn't notice much. The ground was covered with some lime substance, and it was very small. It was about three feet, like three feet high. I don't know if like standing, I don't know how it worked, but that's what it said. Um, they wanted to go into the cross page because they believed that there they could have, they could get a clue up to what happened with Rob. Because at this time, 
Like, yeah, they're finding all this stuff, but they're just looking for Rob. They're not look. They don't think nothing else of John Wayne Gacy, other than we think he kidnapped Rob, and we don't know why. Well, they kind of put it back together because obviously he they they start seeing his um, background. Right. First, they didn't and know the why. stuff they found. Yeah. Um. So they were looking for like newly like moved um like ground and stuff, and they did not find that. Um. So. This is when a Delta unit made up of three to four officers joined the team. The team was still searching for a job and they had, um, they were hoping to find him dead or alive. Uh, well, when the scribing was taken to evidence, the officer said, boy, he sure is a kinky son of a bitch. Oh, oh Lord. But he was disappointed because they did not find anything that linked Rob with John or if they found something, they hadn't processed it yet because they just picked it up to where they would know. <sighs> After the warrant, they kept talking to John, but nothing came out of it. Um, John liked to talk, but he didn't talk about much. Like He just liked to talk about himself. He's a fucking narcissist. Piece of shit. He was. Whatever. Right. Um, then in, <laughs> when he was about to leave, <clears throat> you know, he was about to leave. They told him that his cars were confiscated. And he did not like this. He asked, why was he being treated this way? Because, you know, poor fucking guy. Oh, um, poor him. Then I guess he was about to leave, but then he didn't leave because he didn't have the cars or whatever. And he stayed and was talking to them. And this is when they gave him his Miranda rights. John, at this point, refuses to, to sign them and asks to speak to his lawyer. He does talk to his so lawyer. His Yes, go ahead. I was gonna say, so he refuses to. Okay, he refuses his rights and asks. Okay, sorry, just making sure that I was following along properly. Yes. So he ain't talking um, to the lawyer. Gets there. Uh, his lawyer was already there. Oh. So yeah. Um. Then he asks if uh the lawyer was like, "Don't sign the Miranda rights. You could talk like regularly, but you don't need to sign." And they asked if they knew anything about Rob's disappearance, and they went over John's day again, and why he hadn't came in when like you know the the lieutenant had asked them and then his uh, his lawyer was like y'all not doing this like this is getting nowhere so he cut the interview short and they left thursday december 14 1978 they this is when they're like there's something going on there you guys need to watch john so they launch a 24-hour surveillance like on john wayne gacy yeah um yeah so they follow him everywhere. Well, okay. So at first they couldn't find John. Like when they were like, go get John. Like it took them, I think like a couple of days, like two days to where they finally found John. Once they found John, like they follow him everywhere to the point where like John literally invited the officers in. They invited oh like to their house. They invited the officers to eat. He would have drinks with them. He would tell people like jokingly that they were his guards. Um, and John would drive like really crazy to try to lose them. And most of the time he had like he did lose them. And they still were like not arresting him. Like they were told not to arrest them. Um, early in the investigation, like the this I know. Me so angry. I know. I like, know. What the fuck? 
Because you could have, like, arrest them and hold them for, like, I don't know, traffic violation. I don't fucking know how that works. Um, early in the investigation, just whatever the bullshit they could pull out just to keep his ass in there. In there, it happens. Yeah. It's been. It happens now. It's been happening for years. It, it always happens when it's beneficial. Um, this is one of the times you should have fucking done it. Period. Um. Uh, 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 let me see. Investigation. Oh, early in the investigation, they realized that John will lie about stuff. Like him getting stuck, like him getting a flat tire, him getting stuck with the car. Like they realized that that was a lie. Um, they started looking at the evidence that was found at John's house and they like mostly were like, look, really looking into that ring and the IDs that were found in the house. Um, at first they thought that the ring has something to do with Rob. So they started like asking for Rob's friends names and stuff. Like maybe Rob was wearing it an old friend or something, but it wasn't. At this time, like the detective is like, Rob's case is starting to become John Wayne, John Wayne Gacy's case. And although there was so much going on, Rob's parents were still very much involved. Like they had given up the hope of finding Rob alive, but they were still searching. Like they were still going to the police station all the time, asking the police officer what was going on. Like, you know, um so since the first few days they didn't you know catch catch up with john they felt like it was very easy for him to get rid of every anything had he had anything to do with rob's disappearance um so they were kind of bummed out about that so at this point they go back to the ring and they're like we need to find the owner of the ring because we feel like you know, it, it's going to kind of round us back. And like I said, they still thought they was going to get around the back to Rob. Um, they also started looking deeply into John's victims and his past charges. Finally, then um, they started piecing things together, things such as like they kind of like were building like a low key profile, even though, you know, it wasn't like FBI's. They realized that John's crimes were mostly sexually motivated. Like all his crimes were sexually motivated. Um, the investigation at this point is in full swing. They started calling some key players in John's life, his ex-wife, um, like yeah, some workers that from John's. Some people John worked for, like they just started like looking. Um, and one of these phone calls, like the the lady who was John's ex-wife tells them, like, yeah, John had told me he was bisexual. He also she mentioned what we had said earlier, which was that she will see young boys in and out of the house. And she then like mentions that there was this one uh worker of John's who she was very fond of, and she would ask about him. And one day he just stopped coming to work and Gacy told her that the the boy had left and slash mm-hmm. ran away. The boy's name was John God Godsick. So at this point, I'm going to start naming John Wayne Gacy as Gacy because there's a lot of fucking Johns involved. Like I think two of the police officers are Johns, which is why I call them by their last name. Um, John Godzik. Then there's John Wayne Gacy, and then there's another John in a little bit. So G- Gacy is gonna be John now from now on. From now on, got it. 
Um, another worker of Gacy's whose last name was Walsh also talked to the police. This is one of the people who made it his like his thing to tell the police officer that he was also married. Mm. Mm. Okay. And yeah, like he had a wife or whatever and um, Wash talked to the police and said there was this another worker because when they were going to try to see Gacy, this person, Wash, Dick Wash is his name, would be at Gacy's house driving Gacy's like company cars and stuff. Mm -hmm. So they would like talk to them here and there. Nothing like they didn't take them to the police station or anything yet. Just around. They were talking to him. Um so Walsh said that there was another worker who also went missing a couple years back. A week after he had started working, a boy named Gregory, Gregory Godzik went missing. John told Walsh that Gregory had gotten beat up over a girl and left because he was embarrassed. Uh, okay. Yeah. What a strong story that is. Yeah, you know, we're, we... It's I mean, granted, no holes. Granted, somebody could walk away because you know they're embarrassed of getting their ass whooped. I understand that, but in this scenario, well, this is a little sticky icky, and it don't make icky. sense. And that's literally two people back to back that they found out that worked for John and um, I mean worked for Gacy and went missing somehow. Mm. John Godzik and now Gregory. There's too many flags. There's too yeah, many red flags on the plank. And they and... just treated this man like he just some regular Joe Schmo out here. No predator, but they know of his history. You see what I'm saying? This system back in the day, not that it's that much better now, but like at least it some of these investigators have it. some sort of common sense. And I'm not gonna lie. Like, I feel like a lot of people did mess up like in John's uh, in Gacy's past, like when they were looking for all these other kids, maybe. But I feel like this set of people, like Lieutenant K, like all of these people were like, nah, like this man is fishy and we're going to find out what kind of fish he is. And they, <laughs> um, so then they find about, they find out about Charles Utulo, another yeah. employer of Gacy's with an unfortunate ending. He was found okay. drowned in a river nearby and no one knew what happened to him. What? He was a father of two and he was married, but no one knew what happened to him other than he worked for Gacy. He was killed in a river and he drowned. So that's three now. I was about to say another employee. Another one. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So at this time, this is going on. Like the the uh what is it called out there, Doris? The investigation is like full fucking like eye of the fucking hurricane. Like they're getting all the fucking things that they need to be getting. And reporters start coming asking questions and 
trying to get a story out of this, but the police did not want to give them a story because Gacy had already threatened to sue them. So they didn't want them like, you know, him to sue for like defamation of character in case he wasn't, you know, guilty of anything, but mm-hmm. um, so then once the, once Lieutenant K like talked to the press, he kept them away. The detectives find out, find out about the ring. Mm-hmm. They found the mother of, okay. They found the mother of the boy who the ring belonged to and went to talk to her. It is now that they have found a fourth boy missing that was connected to John Gacy. To Gacy. To Gacy. What the hell? Yes. Is this Jesus? Yeah. Um, when they spoke to the owner of the mom's ring, of the ring's mom, she stated that her son was last seen January 20, 1977. He was living on his own and he worked. He went missing and had some paychecks coming in. His parents stopped hearing from him, so they went to look for his apartment and nothing seemed out, out of order other than like he left his wallet and his jacket behind, so he couldn't have won anywhere. Um, they also do feel like they also did notice, I feel. They noticed that some things were missing, like a TV, a hairdryer, and other, like, household items that you could tell people came and took, but they, like, they couldn't do anything about it. Um, they did call the police, obviously, because she was reported missing. They were hopeful that their son would come back, and um, they even paid a month rent after he went missing so if he was to come back he could like still have his mm. apartment after a month like they couldn't afford it so they went and took all his stuff to their house this boy's name was also john oh, yo what's and, up with it bro it was just a popular name back in the day i'm guessing i don't know that motherfucker is still popular enough that's why it's true it's true it's true Everybody, john um, johnny boy johnny um john had a a car which later was reported to be used in a robbery by another teen this rob this this teen said that he had bought the car from john and uh because john needed the money to leave town which made no sense because he left all his fucking belongings at home even his wallet so lying lie on john was also linked to Gacy, not only by the ring, because obviously we have found the ring at Gacy's house, but that was the last company John had worked for. Gacy's oh, company. Gosh. Um, so nobody so, else needed to work for this motherfucker. What did it just right? Like, right, like, just don't work for him because this shit makes no sense. All these kids are mm. fucking going missing, but they're not linking it because they're not caring, and we're getting to it. Just as Rob's family, John's family was very involved. And on top of his case, they kept calling and calling like, hey, is there any update, any update? But they felt as the police did not take their son missing reports seriously. The police had linked John to gay bars and a gay, gay hotline and stuff, which I feel like in their eyes made them feel like he was at, quote unquote, high risk. And we know how that go. Jesus. Yes. <sighs> in less than an hour, these connections these connections were made. So in less than a fucking hour, they connected five kids 
to John Wayne Gacy. That's ridiculous. In less than an hour. Which is, I wrote in my notes, this is so funny, which is fucking insane because had they kept an eye on their, on their neighborhood sodomist, they would have been able to save some children. No, seriously. Honestly. Honestly. Or if they would have just, again, let's go right back to the root of all of this. If they would have just, I mean, besides the root that this motherfucker is a demon and he's fucked up. He but the root of evil. Yeah, but the root of as far as law enforcement, if they would have never let this motherfucker seal that shit up, we would not be here. I just don't understand. They bit yo, like they missed the most obvious shit. And like in the investigation of all these kids, because they weren't being reported missing, it went back to John Wayne Gacy. All these men worked for him. They knew that they worked for him. He was he owed money to a couple of them. Mm-hmm. How is he not a fucking person of interest? Like the main person of interest. Like, yo, I go missing and everybody knows that X person owes me money and you don't think you should look into that person? It makes no sense. None. So, the ring had belonged to John Sink. S-Z-I-K. No, S-Z-I... Fuck, bro. S. Z Y C. Uh-huh. So many Johns. These are a lot of Johns. Okay. Um, so that's why I call Gacy Gacy. So then on Saturday, December 16, the police officers kind of like split and they go to talk to different people in uh, Gacy's life. They talked to a man called Richard Raphael. Richard Raphael was a contractor who hired Gacy to work for him. Uh-huh. This man, Gacy said, was a business partner. But Richard was like, nah, he worked for me, and that's it. Like, me no and mas. Gacy is not friends. Gay, uh, Richard said that Gacy had missed an important meeting that Monday that Monday um, night. He said he had gotten a flat tire. DK. He then said that the next morning, so Wednesday, uh, he had call Gacy because he was like, hey, like we still got to make business. And when Richard called, Gacy was like, okay, bro, I didn't get a flat tire. I just didn't feel like conducting business last night. What? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So, yeah, Gacy also was telling people that the, the police was only looking for him because he wanted him, as, they wanted him as a character witness. But he has said this to Richard, but then Gacy called Richard while at the police station and asked him to get a lawyer because Richard's dad was a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Um, Richard then added, he like they were asking him questions and he was like, I honestly don't know any of Gacy's employees. I only know two of his employees. Uh, these guys' name was Dick, Dick Walsh and the other one was Chris Gray. He added that both of these employees had once lived at Gacy's house just like a lot of other employees of Gacy had lived at his house, which is fucking mm-hmm. weird. Already suspect. These two guys are the two men who 
are big on letting the police know that they had a girlfriend, wife, kids. Oh. Um, okay. Richard says that the relationship with Gacy was strictly business because they were not on the so same social level. So he was like, uh-uh. He's saying I'm his partner. I'm not. <laughs> um, don't, so, get it don't get it confused. He said, uh-uh. Not sir, not me. You're not, mm-mm. Um, I think it's because he, like Gacy just looked sloppy. Like, ah, uh, hate him so much. He just <laughs> he really he's is. gross. He really is gross. He's so fucking gross. Oh my god. And then like, oh, like I've read so much about him that I feel like it even makes me like, uh, ooh. Um. So then Chris Sister. Gray, who who had worked for Gacy as Raphael stated had came into the police station to give an official interview. Gray stated that Gacy told him he was very open-minded, and at first Gray believed that he meant with women, but then he realized what he meant. He realized that he, uh, he realized that Gacy meant that, he, you know, he was a bisexual man, and he said that Gacy was very open about it. But he did not know anyone who had been sexually, like, sexual with Gacy. He just knew that Gacy was bisexual and that he liked the man, but he didn't know anybody who had been with Gacy, according to him. Lord. Um, yeah. He said that Gacy was a workaholic with a temper, and this temper usually led to employees leaving as they did not, like, they weren't trying to keep up with Gacy. Right. Gacy... No, Gray then walked the officers to through Gracie's night after leaving the gas station, the, not the gas station, the police station. And he was like, you know, he, Gacy was very upset. Gray was telling them things about how, like when Gacy came home, one of the things he checked was that crawl space. And he also checked the attic. Uh, then the next day, Gacy picks up Gray and they're back at their house or whatever. Um, and I just feel like, bro, if your man, your friend's in the middle of an investigation, why are you hanging out with him? Right. Go home. You have a wife. Go home. You have a home. Go, leave. You have a wife. Um, so he also said um, that Gacy was a funny dude who lied. And he had lied about all type of stuff, like being in the syndicate, killing people, getting people killed. Like, what the fuck is you doing, my man? Um. And Gray said that the way Gacy was acting, he was acting like the, a guilty man would. As Gray mm -hmm. is telling them all this, he, very, yeah, very, mm -hmm. as Gray is telling them all this, he then adds that um, once, like once a long time ago, he was at Gacy's house and there was a bunch of IDs that Gacy had. And he wasn't of age, like he wasn't 21 yet. So he had asked Gacy if he could hold one and use it, like to get into bars. And Gacy, he didn't want, he's, Gacy said, you don't want to use those IDs because they belong to dead people. And yeah, and he, Greg was just like, oh. What okay. the hell? Yeah. That's something that you're right. just like, is he joking or is that like for real? Like it's just so out there. You don't right. even know like, what to. What like, I'm sorry, sir, huh? If it's a jokey joke, you're not. Right, right. Like, um, that like definitely real... won't make me, huh? Like, huh? like, real dead people or, like, just people that 
don't need these Are IDs. You. Right. <laughs> like, okay. Like, um, like that one, like that one gift to you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um. Then the officers also asked about jewelry, and they're like, had um, they asked him if uh, Gacy had ever gave Gray any type of jewelry. Gray said that he had. He had gave him a watch, and he also asked Gacy where he got this watch from, and Gacy told him, "Oh, it's a dead person's watch." Like, so he's very a- open about the fact that he has dead people's belongings. Stuff, yeah, like, and I'm like. Is this this the type of like humor this man had? Because like, okay, the other day, and it had nothing to do with murder. Like, my friends and I were talking about like just death. Like, I, I get why people get sad over death, but I do feel like it's death. Like everybody's gonna die, especially like right. you know older people. You they die or whatever. So I don't know. We how all we die. Talking. We all die. So we start talking about my grandma, who may you know may rest in peace, and I was like. You know, this one time my grandma died, and they're like, "Bitch, why were you worried like that?" I was like, "I don't know." <laughs> she can't, but I did. So, like, you know, they didn't question me. So maybe they, I was like, maybe you know, Gacy had like a a weird humor, and he was just like, "Oh, just dead dead people." I don't fucking know. And he's a little um, morbid. Yeah, maybe he was just a little morbid, and I feel like I could that I can understand, like having a little morbid, jokey, jokey, or whatever. Yeah, of course. Um, so I, maybe that's why Gay, uh, Gray was like, no, it ain't no big deal. Um, but then the watch that Gacy had gave him had stopped working and he like threw it away or whatever. And Gacy saw that the watch was missing. So he gave him another one. But this one, Gray didn't ask where he got it from. He was just like, he just took it and kept it. Pushing. <laughs> he didn't even want to know no more. He was just like, I'm, 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 I'm not even ready it. to hear. Right. No. Uh, so this is all being heard by the police officers, and they're like literally mind blown. They're like, "What the fuck is going on in the house?" Because, you know, we obviously are saying Gray could have thought that Gacy had a morbid humor, but the police officers are finding a lot of stuff very quickly, and they're like, "Oh, hold mm-hmm. up, connecting the dots and shit." There's right. four people missing, five people missing, six people missing with. Uh, Rob that are linked back to to John so they're like kind of like um this is very fucking weird you know right so then after they are done talking to Gray they go looking for the other employee who Richard had mentioned which is Wash Dick Wash um Wash co-owned a car with Gacy the car originally belonged to John, the owner of the high school ring. Wait, what? Yes. So. My face. Okay, because I'm like stuck in the process thing. Go back. Yeah, right. right. Let's re-say that. Say that again. Hit us with that one more time. So this employee, other employee of John Gacy, Uh whose name was Nick Walsh, was a person who co-owned a car with Gacy, which I, that is just where it's self. Like, you're not right. my family. Why do we co-own a car? Right. The car <laughs> had originally belonged to John, the owner of the high school ring that they found at Gacy's house. Oh, hell 
So, oh my God. Couldn't even get rid of the evidence. I mean. Wow. Wait, we'll get to it. Sea la madre. I was digging. The officer goes uh -uh. to talk to Walsh and starts talking, um, looking into the car's VIN number. This is when he realizes that both the car VIN numbers were only different by one number. So the VIN number of John, the owner of the high school ring, yeah, had one like had a series of numbers, and it was only different by one number mm. of Walsh's car. Interesting. Wow. But the number happened to be like a two and a seven, which could have been played with, you know, like if it was a two, they could have took the other little thing on the side and just made it a seven. Yeah. Um, now the officer wants to know, like, wants to get the paperwork for that car because he's like, where y'all get it from? What is going on? Because he's like, there's no way there's this big of a coincidence with this right. car thing in the ring and does that in a third um at the same time they brought in gacy's ex-wife after he she had talked to them on the phone and because they needed places that was important to gacy because they still felt like they could find rob alive but they were like maybe he took him to like you know a man cave that he has other house and his wife knows about it whatever or his ex-wife. Um, in this interview, she mentions a boy named Jack Pistler, who had traveled to Florida with Gacy and later came to the house and beat up Jake, uh, beat up Gacy, accused him of rape, but mm. didn't go to the police. Like she, she just like beat him up and was like, "You raped me, you motherfucker." So no. With um, that's weird. Like, if my yeah. husband gets accused of rape, I'm I'm asking a lot of questions. Like, a lot Too of questions. Like, I'm in your face about it. Okay. Yeah. Um, and also in this interview, she mentions. Oh, sorry, I already said that. Uh, Jack Pistler. Um, and she also knew about the the older the other guy that I had mentioned that had drowned. And one of the missing Johns, because remember, she was the one that used to ask about him. Yeah. And that's all she said. But the officers were like, bro, that's more than enough. Like, they're building this fucking case up because they're like, this shit don't make no sense. Right. Uh, then Sunday, December 17. Vito wants to get Dick Walsh into an interrogation room because they want to know how close Walsh Walsh was with Gacy. They need to know as soon as possible. Then some officers had interviewed a Patrick Riley. This is one of the guys whose ID was found in Gacy's house. When mm. he, they were when they asked him about it, he said that he never lost his ID. But then he changed his um he did change his story and was like one time I did lose my wallet. But I found oh. my wallet like months later, just not with the ID. And I thought it was weird because where I found it was not anywhere I would have had it in. Excuse me, but I found it. So then the officers asked this boy Riley if he had like known Gacy and or if he was gay. And he denied both of these statements. But 
the officers did think that I think he was lying because they were like, well, what was your idea at his house then? Mm-hmm. Right, obviously. Then another part. Uh, Lieutenant K found a clump of fibers that seemed to be human's hair in one of the cars and they had been missed by like other technicians that had already looked through the car. Another officer, Tolbert, was still looking for for the John that Gacy's ex-wife was fond of. Hmm. His name is the, the worker. I am so sorry. Officer Tolbert was looking for the worker who Gacy's ex-wife was fond of, a hmm. John Butkovich. Butkovich was last seen July 21st, 1975. He had gone to Gacy's house to demand his last paycheck Another one. I want my money. Uh-huh. I want my money and I want it now. Yeah. Um, and it is says that Bokovich got into a fight with a friend the night before he, um, his things were found. Things that were found was his car, his wallet, and a jacket. They oh. were found a couple streets down from Gacy's house. What? Bro, could I, okay, honestly... These just can't be coincidences. Oh my God. And the fact that these people just like, I como see now, como que, yeah, we just found this evidence and we found this. We happen to find it so close. Like, bro, these, it's like chunks of evidence being sprinkled around this person, this man. And, oh, no big deal. No big deal. No big deal. No big deal. And it's like, this is making me angry. Not only is he found, like, his things found by his, by Gacy's house. Is a person who once again owed him money. Why are you not looking into him? Like, if he owes me money, people do crazy ass shit for money. Facts. They like, sure do. How did they not link that? Like, bro, that's his boss. He owed him money. His things were found nearby his house. Hello? There's motive. There's time. There's fucking uh, a, a perimeter. I don't understand this. The only thing that supposedly is why like they didn't keep looking into it is because someone wonder fucking who was telling people that Butkovich had moved to Puerto Rico to sell drugs oh and a phone call came in and was a girl said that Butkovich was fine and alive in Puerto Rico living his best life the call was paid for a from a payphone was made from a payphone and was untraceable so they just gave up lord have mercy what a what a uh, just garbage you can't even rely on these people to actually do their job so trash um later that sunday uh, ain't it like bro that's crazy Mm -hmm. um later that sunday they finally get to talk to um Dick Walsh and they're questioning him because officers believe that when they had talked to him prior like he didn't say anything I mean everything that he knew about Gacy Walsh had told them that he met Gacy um, through a friend then he told them how long he had worked with him how long he had lived for him with him he said Gacy was a loner he knew about his past convictions which a lot of people knew about his past convictions, but Gacy had told them that he was caught up for prostitution and gambling, not sodomy, obviously. Lord. A fucking child. And they couldn't look it up because guess what? The motherfucker was still. 
Jesus Christ. Uh-huh. Talk about luck. I mean, honestly, talk about luck. No. Going, you. I mean, I don't even know if you really can consider that luck, but, like, you know what I mean. Uh, talk about bullshit. broken system. Talk about yeah. a bullshit system. System. Talk about lazy. I don't know if I want to. Am I insulting them? Maybe not. But talk about laziness. Like, lazy justice system in a way. Because we're here because the work that needed to be done wasn't done. Right. Because it should have been done from the beginning. Like, think of think of the fact that within an hour, they traced five, in an hour, five people. Had they done that early enough? That num- that five maybe would have been two, perhaps, and then everybody else would have been completely avoided. You know what I'm saying? Like, so many lives are on these people, on these police people's hands. Police department I mean, just, can't talk. Sorry. Law enforcement. Thank you. I mean, just think <laughs> about it. The police people. <laughs> had John did his ten years, he wouldn't have been able to come home and started that business. Yeah. Therefore, he wouldn't have had some so much. Uh, uh, accessibility to young kids right it would have like minimized his chances of becoming the the person he became not because of uh, him but because of the chances you know what i mean like whatever i just it's it's bullshit um washington ran ran down the week with gacy he said nothing major had happened other than gacy did not allow him to go up to the attic and they also went to a field by Gacy's house to get some like trees because remember they still had that tree law that he worked for. Um, this is when Vito asked the the search like the search people to go to go look at that lot by Gacy's house to make sure that you know Rob wasn't there. Um, in the interview, he said he's in the interview. Wash states that he is scared to lose his car. Because he purchased it from a friend of Gacy's named Zink. That's John Zink, who was moving to California and no longer wanted it. He says that Gacy randomly sold the, uh, showed up and let him take it for a spin and sold Wash the car and car payments. Wash said that he had to pay 200 out of the 300 before he was able to drive it, which kind of reminds me of uh, Gacy's dad, how he was acting with the car because they were like under his name. Um, At first, the car was in both of their names and eventually it just was in Wash's. When the officer started asking about Sink, he was like, I didn't really know him. Like, I didn't talk to him. It was all through Wash. I mean, through Gacy. I'm so sorry. So this is all these interviews are going on and the police is still following Gacy and Gacy thinks he's so important. He thinks that the reason that they're following him is because there's an FBI operation about like weed and like drugs. And he's like, all of this cannot be about just a missing kid because Gacy thought he was so fucking important that it was about him and not a fucking missing kid. Boo hoo hoo. He's so yes. full of himself. Literally. So literally, yeah. Um so annoying. He told the He told us the surveillance officers that he, he did um 
that that he did talk to a kid, the kid who was missing. So now he's switching his story. He said he talked to him, but he told him that um, he was too young to be hired. Uh, In the same conversation, yeah. In the same conversation, he tells the police officers that he, John Wayne Gacy, has a hitman ready to kill the officers whenever he snapped his fingers. It's, what it, the it's, fuck? It's stupidity for me. It's the stupidity. And why it's, the fuck is stupidity? <laughs> it's a threat. Take that shit. Even if you 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 know he's isn't that idiot. a felony? Yeah, I'm sure. Threatening an officer. It's something. Let me check this. Let me, let me Google it. El Google. El Google. El Google. Threatening an officer. A person who threatens a law enforcement officer, a state attorney, or assistant state attorney, firefighter, judge, blah, 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 or a family member such as persons with commits a misdemeanor of the first degree. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. So it's a misdemeanor. Oh, wait. It's actually, it could be a felony depending on the circumstances of the case. So I guess, like, if it's, like, battery or something like that, it could be considered a felony. Well, he's still, like, he's just walling. Yeah, I mean, regardless, yes. Crazy. Then, Monday, December 18, 1978. So this is, like, a whole week after. Lieutenant K has uh, spoken with an anonymous caller who said Gacy had killed around five boys and she knew where the bodies were buried. Uh, Lieutenant K said that, yeah, it sounded like the woman (laughs) knew Gacy personally as she described certain scars on Gacy. She did not want to say too much because she said that if she said everything she knew, Gacy would know it was her. So then Lieutenant K was like, it was either to him, he felt like it was either his ex-wife or his sister as Gacy had been staying at his sister's house like a couple days when, um, like when he was hiding from, you know, when the surveillance was at his house and he wasn't trying to go home, he was staying at his sister's house. Um, at this point that call added suspicions that Gacy was a mass murderer. Like, they already had everything else with all the missing kids, and he was like, that kind of just was like their, like, cherry on top. Um, I do think it's funny because at that time, they called it mass murderer because they hadn't, like, gave him the right name, which was serial killer because he wasn't a mass murderer. Just thought that was funny. And this is where I leave ya. Oof, what a cliffhanger. Again, I should start writing fucking. I should start writing um books. They find that he's a mass murderer in the story. He's really Mm. a serial killer. Dun 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 dun. So that's John Wayne Gacy up to now with his ass. I cannot stand. I'm just so like. I cannot believe how. Just I can't even. I know how I it works. Know. I'm a little <laughs> speechless because I just can't comprehend how some of this has developed. Like who was the narrator? Like the thing is that a lot of the cops went and talked to Gacy because they knew that like that was their employer. 
So how do y'all not put it together? Yeah, like, know. it's very fucking obvious. So obvious. I can't believe that. Like, it just goes to show... <sighs> you know, honestly, like, this still... I still say that our law enforcement really needs some serious reevaluation because it's... There's no way in hell that people just, you know, Joe Schmo, whatever, and then they they just walk in, do some testings and stuff, become police officers, and then in a few years they become investigators and lieutenants and shit. Like, why is there not schooling? Why are they not educated on mm -hmm. these things? What to pick up on? What to, you know, what not to avoid? You know what I'm saying? Like, why is there not more education in terms on how to be a fucking police officer? Yep. Couldn't tell you. It'll, like, it, I don't know. You gotta go to more schooling to learn how to draw blood than you do than a police officer. Yeah. And like, do you really need schooling or do you just need to put one and two fucking together and there's fucking ten kids that are missing that all work for fucking jobs? Okay, yes. In that sense, yes. That's common sense you need. But I'm just saying in general because it's like, I'm sure that in parts of this investigation there was actual pieces here that could have oh, yeah. like, you know what I mean? That could have been like, okay, ding, 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 hello, common sense here. But they just totally decided to miss that that no, or you know what these police officers were razzle dazzling with john wayne gacy on the low low and didn't want nobody to know and they were just trying to keep it under wraps because what other explanation is there for this amount of like blindness i uh right no and was my, the my theory a little too far off no, i don't know and a lot of a lot of these kids because you know they start asking them about like gay bars and stuff. A lot of these kids went like, um, were, um, were gay sex workers. So I think that also had to do with the fact that nobody really cared about them, because I don't know. I, I it doesn't make any sense. Like it doesn't make any sense to me. And it, like. A lot of these kids weren't, like, of age. They were teenagers that were missing, and they just didn't give a fuck. And they knew that they worked for John Wayne Gacy, and they didn't give a fuck. So it just... You know, there's a trend. There's a big trend here, and, and, and let me know if y'all see this, because I'm pretty sure y'all might have picked this up here. But it's always the teens that no one's going to look for, that are, oh, yeah. you know, that this and that, that are the seen as the troublemakers, so that way they're not believed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're such easy, vulnerable target, and it is so sad. It is so sad, because it's like, they're, it, the science behind it is so fucked up, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, it's sickening. It's sickening. You prey on vulnerable people on purpose. No puedo. Yeah. Cannot. Great part three. Great part three. Yeah, that was good. Thank you, ladies. I do this for y'all. Muy bien. Muy bien. We also, will be back. You, you should become a, an investigator. Because... <laughs> I should become an investigator. Facts. Bitch. Oh, catch everybody. <laughs> Freeze. <laughs> okay, bro. What? I'm, I'm coming in like... Have you guys ever... Oh, yeah, you guys have. Cat has. I know Cat has. On Bad Boys 2, when they go to 
talk to the Haitians. Oh yeah. <laughs> that at my house. The devil. The devil's not welcome here. Oh my god. That's, so funny. That's such That's a, those are such good movies. I love that movie. It's my favorite movie ever. That Four Brothers, Ice Age. Oh, Four Brothers is a good one. So Ice Age is no. always a good Four classic. Four Brothers. Yeah, Four Brothers is a great movie. I hate that Mark has that past, but he makes movies that I'm like drawn to. Yeah, I just saw something that said, "Wait, who are we talking about? Who you said?" Um, um Mark Wahlberg. Oh wait, wait, sorry, wrong movie. Yeah, never mind. It's what I was gonna <laughs> say, it's not related. I heard the wrong name. Um, but yeah, Four Brothers is good as fuck. Definitely. It's a rewatch. It's 30 times and it's still going to be good every motherfucking time. Agreed. Bueno, ladies. I will talk to you guys Thursday. I will talk yes. to you on Monday for my last part of John Wayne We will be back with the here. finale. You know it. Stay tuned. Like, subscribe, rate, share, and meet us back here next week. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Las Chicas del Crime. We hope you join us next time for another episode full of crime y chisme. Give us a follow on all of our socials, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, which we will list on the description of this episode. Please also rate our show and leave us a review as that helps bring awareness to our podcast. We appreciate it. Gracias.